get it. Let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. And we got a very special guest in the building. Uh, man, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Mr. Fatty Soprano. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. It's pleasure's all mine. Oh, I appreciate sure. it, bro. Absolutely. You're a made man. We have to get you coming in here, bro. Wow. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Of course, bro. <laughs> so definitely um, definitely excited to have a conversation because I see you really doing your thing with, with filming, um, working with artists, making your own stuff. Would you describe yourself like first thing first as a filmer? Is that like a title you would give yourself? Uh, yeah, I would say like a filmmaker. Um, like I love, I love the narrative aspect. Um, of course, like that's like my first love film, and you know, like love the love the music video format. It's very versatile. Like allows you to really like express yourself and to collaborate with like amazing artists as well. So it's a yeah. good, it's a great umbrella. Absolutely, you could do a lot of stuff. Big platform. I love that, man. So when when did you kind of start even getting into making and um, making your own stuff, filming, photography, whatever it was? Good question. It was actually um, 2014, so so a few years in now. Um, it's actually an interesting story because uh, I used to be an artist, and um, I um, I paid um, I paid like a filmmaker to uh, to shoot a music video, and then um, never received it. He started ghosting me, disappeared, gone. And uh, from that day, I guess I've decided that um, maybe I could do something about that, you know, kind of like start filming my own. And um, my girl got me um, one of those like Canon DSLRs back in the days um, as a gift, as a Christmas gift. Right. And uh, kind of started from there. I started um, learning everything from scratch, like watching a lot of films. Like Quentin Tarantino says it's like the best film school. Watching, watching films. films absolutely that's a great story bro so they ran off on you you got it was it kind of <laughs> like a pride thing where you're like no that's not gonna happen again i'm making making my own it, it was a lesson it was a lesson. a lesson like it had to happen right i'm sure like uh, a lot of artists can can like relate like like a lot of drama is uh, unfortunately going on behind the scenes and uh there's there's always like ways of dealing with it and it's always a lesson I like that, man. Turn a negative into a positive. Amen. Real shit. So before that, had you ever kind of thought about messing around video-wise, or you were focused on the music more than anything? Uh, I'm I'm definitely like a huge like music fan, uh, a music geek, but I was also like a like a cinephile at the same time. So um, a Taxi Driver, that's like one of my favorite films of all time. I like watch it like every year, like a hundred times, just to get inspired. It's uh, definitely like one of the one of the like the almost perfect film out there i agree bro unbelievable <laughs> film what do you what about uh, taxi driver would you say like hits for you it's i guess it's it's kind of like the character uh the character development um travis yeah so like it's it starts off with uh a man who has like insomnia right and and then it kind of grows into this like hate for the city and things turn up really quick i don't want to spoil it for anyone who uh, who didn't see it of course Unreal. but uh just the direction just the acting it's cinematography Every, everything's just almost perfect i agree bro i love yeah. the dark grimy like new york city in the 70s fucking prostitutes pimps all this crazy shit going on i love the aesthetic like i don't even think yes. that was a word at the time 
but the aesthetic of that film is so good, man. Harvey Keitel. Incredible. And uh, Jodie Foster, and she was like 15 years old, I think, when she, when uh, they started filming. Of course, like when it was released, uh, I believe she was like 16, 17 at the time. Super Incredible. graphic. What a great performance. Unreal, man. Yeah. That, that was an awesome film. I loved you. You uh, 70s, like a, an era that you like loved 70s Absolutely. era film, man. And the 80s too. Like they yes. had a they had an interesting look to them as well. Sure. Yeah, that's what I I do. Not to be like oh back in the day, but I do feel like the colors that they used in those days were a little bit more like experimental maybe um you know what i mean by that absolutely like analog film uh you really had to light your scene back then and uh yeah that's that's why that's why we all love it so much it's just like the just the analog like everything vibe yeah everything's just so real really is bro we're gonna get back into a movie conversation because i could talk movies forever (laughs) man but i want to learn a bit more about you as well Sure, um you grow you were growing up in toronto you said before scarborough actually originally i uh, grew up in montreal oh so moved to scarborough about s- almost six years old i'm uh, sorry six years ago my bad and now like i'm a little more in the west okay toronto. did you come to toronto because of like film opportunities or okay precisely um it's just um the film scene here the music scene is incredible so it was definitely like a a very good opportunity i had kind of wanted to, to get into that and, and just start like collaborating, exploring, uh, working with different artists, different agencies, companies, and just great people. You know? Just making moves. For sure. Was, how, how did you start like working with people? Were you, did you have some connections? You knew some people in the industry? How, how'd that come about? Uh, very good question. Actually, um, I, I, I was filming like a bunch of music videos, like definitely like hip, a lot of pop, um, hip hop, R&B in Montreal. And some of the artists had like collaborations with um, some of the Toronto artists as well. So it kind of like, it was all like a word of mouth. So eventually like people um, noticed and um, started collaborating with folks from um, Toronto, Ottawa, um, the Niagara region and uh, ended up here. I just love the vibe. The word gets out absolutely it's true man it, we said that kind of before the interview started like we have some mutual friends and stuff definitely it's such definitely. a small world out here man 100 percent. it's sick because you see what a lot of people are doing and you see that there's some good stuff coming up too working with a lot of talented people if you really want to it's crazy and uh i see folks like blowing up doing stuff with like major artists it's it's, it's inspiring definitely it is man uh you know what though man i was looking at your youtube you you use the word versatile already awesome. very versatile youtube man you got artists um music videos with rappers singers uh spanish artists we we're talking about sh- a bunch of short films on there like minute long five minute long stuff um i love to see that man because it's like what i'm doing research for you i'm like what does this guy do he does so much different shit and i think that's a good way to like flex your muscles too you know Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, like, um, I, I do like um, narrative stuff, like narrative shorts, um, working with actors, um, scripts, screenplays. I just recently actually started uh, started screenwriting. I started to experiment with, like, screenwriting, um, and it's, it's incredible. It's just something new, and um, uh, so far we filmed about... I actually have like three short films uh, in the works right now, um, editing, 
and there's a couple that came out. So uh, the first one was called Drummer Boy. Uh, very interesting. I actually wrote that with um, with the lead actor Aiden Grossman, cool. and uh, yeah, it's um, it's heavily inspired by. Um, um, sorry, I just uh, completely forgot. A um, oh, Requiem for a Dream. There uh, you go. That's uh, like actually one of Jerry my favorite Leto. films. Yeah, precisely. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's uh, Requiem for a Dream, and um, just like a lot of fast paced editing, has a very dark ending. Check it out. If you get a chance. That's on your YouTube? YouTube, uh, Vimeo. Sick. I will check that. It was in a bunch of film festivals, too. Uh, We did a um, film festival run two years ago for it. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I will check that for sure. I was watching uh, Pandemic Cowboy. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's like... That was fire. Both of them. Amazing. Thank you very much. That that was just like a a little experimental short. Um, We kind of did that like during the crazy lockdowns where uh, everyone was just staying home. So uh, we decided to kind of like write a little screenplay and just have some fun with it for sure. Was that time period specifically like I feel like as a creator feeling kind of antsy, like need to go do something. Were you feeling that? I felt it 100 percent. Every single day. Yeah. It was um, it was definitely hard, like, especially for, you know, music artists, um, filmmakers. I, I see that, you know, like, at the same time, it's like you want to go to a recording studio. You want to go out there on set um, and just, like, work, create, but things are very limited. Uh, there's a lot of COVID restrictions. In the film industry, it's, it's definitely very, very strict. And, uh, like, I imagine, like, obviously, like, all the shows were canceled or postpone and so on so yeah yeah it was hard to get your kind of hard to express yourself in a way at that time but it's again it shows your your talent like you're able to do that covid covid a pandemic cowboy like what an (laughs) idea man guy's wearing a motorcycle helmet got the gun on him that's fucking hard bro fun stuff fun stuff anyone didn't hasn't seen that go check that out uh pandemic cowboy also the other one i wanted to talk about I'm forgetting the name Seabreeze. Seabreeze. Holy right. shit, bro. That was intense. That's uh that's another interesting one. We um we wanted to play with like a like a very um very like dark topic about like losing a child. If if yeah, I don't want to spoil it for no. anyone, but if you guys get a chance, it's on YouTube, it's on Vimeo. Check it out. It's called Seabreeze. Very good, sure. bro. Especially again, not to give too much away, but the beginning with the paint. Love that. The the bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was That's, intense, uh, man. I think it was a little inspiration from, from, the, from the film Kids, if you remember that. Bro, one. I was about to <laughs> ask you, was it Gummo-inspired? A little bit of Gummo, same Gummo director. vibes, yeah, Harmony Karina. Sure. There you go. Yo, you're the second filmmaker that I've had in here bring up Kids. Wow, kids is probably my top five, bro. Wow, it's a, it's a powerful film. I know, like I know the critics didn't give it that great of a review or so, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely like a cult film. It's Absolutely. a cult film to me. That's yeah. a type of film where it's like it you felt something. Like there's a lot where you don't feel anything when you watch it. That one, it like fucked me up, man. Such Absolutely. a crazy film. Kids or Gummo? Which one? Kids. 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 I, I can't say I liked Gummo that much. It was a little too out there for me. I really like Harmony Korean, though. I think he's... Uh, I love Spring Breakers. Love, 100%. love, love Spring Breakers. He has Breakers. some guts. He has some guts. Like, to to put together something like that, to write something like that. Incredible. Selena Gomez killing it. Vanessa Hudgens killing it. 
legend man and the young uh chloe savini and kids legend man kids kids is like one of those movies when i hear the the name kids come up the film like gives me it starts putting me in that time of watching it man incredible do you relate to that movie at all i did bro like not that wild but i feel like they nailed what it was to be like a teenager you know what in new york city absolutely yeah yeah it was uh it was very real it was very real because at that age i mean what else do you think about let's be real don't care about anything skateboarding and chicks i mean yeah man getting high like running around wild i like that that movie scared people i think bro because 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 he kept it real i mean very real very real once you know once once they hit a certain spot you could see it absolutely yeah and those were like street kids too in, in it like they weren't really trained actors at all most of them weren't i don't think yeah fairly young and uh, they, they did an amazing job they really captured amazing it. job yeah, bro for sure so when you make your stuff do you think of like classics like that not try to emulate them but kind of have them in your mind as like a little bit of inspiration definitely definitely like it, it definitely inspires me and um it's just it's just incredible. There's there's some there's some moments in, in, in like every film you just remember and it kinda like follows you. You know, you you're not copying, it's not plagiarism, but it's just like it's kinda like a form of imitation. like you're just like paying respect to the original, I guess. A hundred percent because a, a great film can impact your life for real. Absolutely. It's it's so true. Um what was your first like when when did you decide though like you're going all in on it like were there ever times when you kind of fell back it was like kind of more on the hobby vibe for you and you got back into it like or you always just been rolling with it it was actually the first the first music video i've put together it was um it was like for an r&b artist uh and um, it, it was actually like a French, like a, like a French R&B artist from Montreal. First time I um, completed like the first cut, the first edit, uh, it was just the satisfaction of it. It's like, this is something that, you know, you've created, kind of get a rush and just fall in love with that. Boom. It's something I guess that as an editor, because the longer you spend on, a, on the project, like the more you realize, like, this is what you can learn. This is the mistakes you made and just kind of like fall in love with the process yeah love that you said that man because i think only only someone who's done editing and shit would know what that (laughs) means because it's it's a tedious process yes hours hours man but days if you want it to be what you want it to be it's a huge part of the process that's amazing did you have like editing background at all or that's all just learned you know what you kind of like pick it up um i like I like to go with, it's, it's, I guess, like, it's all about the music, right? Like, like um, you get a certain tempo. There's always, like, some sort of a tempo when it comes to editing films, when it comes to editing music videos. And, and, and once, you, once you catch on to that, I guess that's, that's how it comes out. Start rolling. Like, for sure, absolutely. Some, some takes really deserve to, to kind of, like, uh, to have, like, longer scenes, like, longer cuts. And some, some takes just need to be cut a little bit more abruptly i love that and that's from experience 
doing so much shit (laughs) you've done so much stuff i mean 2014 how many how many pieces of content total like everything do you think you've filmed wow probably around around the 500 mark which is a ton bro yeah yeah 500 quite a bit quite a bit and with every project like you know I, i believe in like putting putting my all in and just learning something new that's what it's all about it is that is what it's all about man every situation it is what it is let's make the most out of it absolutely i think sometimes that's when real good stuff can be created too opportunity didn't really think too much about it and turned out to be sick name of the game absolutely and sometimes it's the other way around it's like you know like you really hope that this is this is going to be the project that will put you on the map and you know it has a little bit of a quiet release and you get a bit disappointed but you know the important part is to keep going on to the next moving on boom i guess like that for pretty much everyone i love that man that's why i wanted you in here too like you're a veteran in the game now and that's a huge no bro it's true man (laughs) you you put to me it's like you've done this amount of stuff you're a veteran like you've been around you know uh so i think it would be good to hear like for a younger filmmaker or, or whoever to know like sometimes the results may be not there, but you just keep going. You keep pushing. Definitely, uh, it's it's the art of moving on. It it's the hardest the hardest part to master, but you you always have to like continue. Like no matter no matter what mistakes you make, or like let's say if you know um, you didn't get the result you wanted, like it's just the importance of moving on to the next project and trying trying something new, getting out of your comfort zone, uh, just giving your best on on the next project and the one after and the one after consistency consistency is the bible bro amen to that amen to that it's it's one of those things too where it's like you can't it's not like learned really in a book it's not learned from like someone telling you like you literally have to go through it you have to understand what it's like to ah maybe i don't i'm not at my best but let's keep doing it you know it's a huge and you, i like how you said it's the, it's the most difficult one to master it's absolutely to this day it's hard man it's, i don't think it ever gets easy you just get better at it and they say like life is like a series of mistakes the more mistakes you make the more you learn from them you'll make more mistakes and until you succeed and even when you succeed you'll make more mistakes so exactly there that's the more you live man <laughs> So, bro, I got to ask. This is the big, the big question of the day. Let's do it. Fatty Soprano. How did you get that name, bro? Oh, wow. Assuming that's not your birth name. No, no. I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, I guess in my teens, I was like a bigger boy. And I was like obsessed with the uh, Sopranos. Love, love the Sopranos. I, I still rewatch it every year, every, uh, pretty much like all the seasons. And... Kind of like, you know, like uh, I would initially like I, I was calling myself like fat boy, you know, and uh, t- you take Tony Soprano, you kind of put them together and you get like fatty soprano kind of sounds interesting. Speaking <laughs> speak my language, bro. There we go. Sopranos is I think if I was stranded on a desert island, they could take you could take one piece of media with you. Soprano Sopranos. box set or something, man. Unbelievable. I love how you said you rewatch it every year. I do the exact same. And every fucking rewatch, bro, I see something new. I pick up on some new joke, some new detail. It's unbelievable. It's in, it's uh, it's insane. I actually recently, um, 
I filmed a music video for um, for AD Empire, and we had um, Robert Fernero from The Sopranos uh, starring in the music video. Uh, that's Eugene Pentecostal oh from gosh, The Sopranos. Oh my gosh, Eugene! Yeah. It was like it was an honor to meet him, and it's insane, insane. Um, yeah, we actually like he he welcomed us to to his to his home in um, in Staten Island, and uh, wow, he's a legend. I, I gotta watch that yeah. ASAP, man. Eugene, <laughs> R.A.P. Gene. Exactly. Um, season six, episode one, members only. That's when, unfortunately, will be. Uh, Bro, they had to kill him off, but it was a great send off. Holy crap! He had one of my buddies. Um, I'd been fucking pressuring him to watch sopranos like bro watch it watch it watch he finally did and it was so interesting he said his favorite character was eugene wow and i'm like that's <laughs> so interesting man i've never heard that before it's sick to hear that he's a good guy though incredible i he's, love that he's a legend and he was like a in a couple of like huge films like he was in um american gangster with uh, denzel yep. and russell crowe um he was in uh, in vinyl Ah, uh, that's a uh, Martin Scorsese with produced, uh, uh, Franco. No, who's in Vinyl? Um, I've incredible seen, I've actor. Seen he has like a nice deep voice. Um, let me. Ch- let Cannavale, me Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. I saw. Incredible I saw the actor, first yeah. the, for the pilot. I watched the pilot. Just doing blow in the car for exactly. a scene. <laughs> Nuts, bro. Sopranos, man. Who's your favorite character? I gotta ask you this. It's a psychology. Christopher. Question. <laughs> Legend. Bro, what a fucking guy! I was gonna make a joke earlier when you said you started screenwriting. I'm like, you, st- like, Absolutely. like Christopher, like Christopher, <laughs> like typing Christopher. on the, the and you know, bar. give up after the <laughs> <Immediately>. first page, <laughs> toss it in the dump. And uh, it's it's interesting because HBO just um, premiered a new um, a new show. Well, it's um, it's the second season, a White Lotus. Okay. Yeah, Michael Imperioli in there. I saw that preview of that. He's, he's, he's in a lot of shit, man. He's popped up a lot. Definitely. Unreal. And that cast, you know, watching Sopranos made me appreciate acting. I think because even in films and stuff like that, I like obviously I could tell what a great film was. But with Sopranos, I'm like, man, I'm watching different episodes every time. And these guys are killing it every time. Like unbelievable writing, acting. Everything. Aesthetic. They're they're all legendary, like everyone. Uh, season one to season six, part one and two, however you want to call it, incredible. Bro, the the final final episodes got some flack. I feel because it's not <laughs> it's so different from season one. I love the the last part, like Kennedy and Heidi. The episode Christopher dies, unbelievable, bro. Tony goes to Vegas. I that part has it's in my head, like it's that cinematic as you can get. Absolutely. It actually reminded me of um, my second favorite film of all time, Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, my Nicolas gosh, Cage. bro. You're a fucking Elizabeth legend. I, I, top that, 10, top five, top 10. 100%. Me, minimum. 100%. And, um, Holy. I think that scene was very inspired by... Yes. Las Vegas is such a, a bit, yeah. good setting for dark, like, dark but flashy. If you're going to die... Do it like that. <laughs> so good, bro. Leaving Las Vegas. I fucking love leaving Las Vegas, man. Incredible. Two unbelievable performances. Really, they're the only characters in the film, more or less. That's all you need. Elizabeth Shue, Nicolas Cage. Unbelievable, man. Definitely deserved an Oscar for that. He did get it. 
there's no que- there's no question there. It had to be him. Be- definitely my favorite Nicolas Cage film. Not same, a question. Same. What a film, bro. I'm so happy you said that. Absolutely. I watched that during COVID, actually. I'm like, this is where I need to watch Incredible. it. Incredible. Hit so hard. I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. It is. I, I believe. Fantastic. I uh, think I... Yeah, I rewatched that one like every year as well. It's something you have to study. It was uh, shot on 16 mil, yes. which is like, you know, it's like very, it's a very popular format for documentaries, but I think they had to keep it very, very real. And I love, I love that choice, that creative choice. I love it Incredible. too, man. And again, in the 90s, I feel like 90s was kind of the 70s spirit. All over again. All over again. Absolutely. And even Vegas in the 90s was kind of spooky, too. Like, there's something up with it. A little seedy. Definitely. And they captured that so well, man. Unreal. I can't believe you put Leaving Las Vegas out there. <laughs> I love that one, man. Absolutely. All the Vegas films, like, they uh, they definitely have, like, a deep meaning, like, a deep background. Like, um, if you're a fan of Bugsy, the film. Yeah, yeah. Bugsy with uh, Warren Beatty. Absolutely. Um, of course, Casino. Scorsese's yeah. Casino. A lot of problems get solved in Vegas. Yes. Very beautiful. Maybe controversial opinion, but Pesci was the star of Casino. <laughs> Not De Niro. Definitely. Uh, Pesci is so legendary. There's uh wow. What a what a actor. Very underrated, I find. He doesn't just play like mobsters. He he's just incredible. All Unreal, man. All the way. His Absolutely. final scene in the Bronx Tale as that cameo. Do you remember that? Powerful. So Powerful. good, man. And in the Irishman. Yes. Wow. You like the Irishman? Loved it. You loved it? I think. I liked it. I won't oh. say I loved it. Okay. Okay. No, I I totally respect that. Um, first day it came out, I had to watch it twice. I I know it was like <laughs> super long. Um, people I was watching it with, they're like, "Ah, oh, we got to take a break," and like I couldn't. Uh, I'm such like a big Scorsese fan, and and for for me it was perfect. It was the only way to do it. It had to be like three hours long. Um, the, the entire like Teamster saga, like that was just it's a great story. Yeah, absolutely, great story to tell. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, Pacino killed that shit too. He's, Fire. I think that Pacino's was... probably my favorite. After everything he's done, he's done so many, and he's Sick. amazing. Sick. What's your favorite Pacino flick? Well. I love Scarface, bro. I love Scarface, so I have to go with that. But he's in so many other ones that I love. You ever seen Sea of Love? Absolutely. Oh, man. Love it. Oh, it's beautiful. John Goodman and Al it's Pacino. It's beautiful. Unbelievable. And the ending. So you good, You didn't expect man. that the first no, time. For sure. No. I didn't expect it at all. It was so good. I loved him in Devil's Advocate. Great. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, The Godfather, all those course, classics. But he's got some hidden ones. that, Like, Sea of Love is not a film most people have seen. Very, very true. Um, it's, it's It has a very different vibe. Not for everyone. I love it. I'm sure you appreciate it. Love it, it man. And uh, unpopular opinion, my favorite film is Serpico. Unru- I love Serpico, man. It's, it's not for everyone, but it's incredible. Oh, man. Great story. I, 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 I watched Serpico after I ate a, a gummy. <laughs> I'm like, this is unbelievable. He, he had an awesome look, too. Like, he could be beard, long hair. He could be clean cut. Like, Pacino's a fucking man. Absolutely. That was before the woo-ha. Yes. The, before he started screaming on yes. camera. <laughs> he, was, he started going in on that stuff. Um Pacino man, legend. Absolutely. One of the coolest scenes ever. Uh, Heat. 
give me all you got when he just loses his shit <laughs> on camera. That was so unexpected. Like, you're, you're, you're watching the film, and he's, like, interrogating a snitch. And then he's like, give me all you got. Give me all you got. He's, nut, he's nuts, bro. <laughs> and he's short, too. Him and Pesci, both short guys, but I believe that they will fuck you up. <laughs> That's amazing. Actors. I wouldn't want to mess with any of them. No, man. That's so funny. Uh, Soprano, you know what? If you don't watch Sopranos, I'm sorry. That's that's on you. We're talking Sopranos. Um, I'm gonna ask you this question because I know you're a Sopranos aficionado. Sure. Favorite like top three episodes? Do you have? I know you know the names. Absolutely, of them. absolutely. Um, favorite members only season six. Um, love that one. <laughs> Number two goes to Pine Barrels. Of course, man. <laughs> Of course. What do you mean the pack? Is there any way the package survived? <laughs> I heard he killed uh, <laughs> ten Czechoslovakians. Yeah. His house looked like shit. <laughs> Holy fuck, man! Classic, classic. And another, gr- you know what? I'm gonna go with the pilot number three. Love the pilot. The pilot was just insane. We had insane. coffee. Runs him over That's with it. the car. We just had coffee. That's a good top three, bro. You know what episode I love I, since the day I, I first saw it? Uh, Do Not Resuscitate. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. So many things went on in that episode. Bobby, that's Bobby's first episode. The first scene in the show, Junior Tony's visiting Junior in jail. Another like cinematic scene. Like, holy shit. Like, the guy that tried to get him whacked now in jail but he's still his uncle but he's also the man now wow crazy bro Love uncle june episode. is a very underrated character to he's me, a legend funny funniest <laughs> soprano character i'm gonna say that there's no Uncle June episode where he doesn't make you die laughing. Oh, wow. I love how he curses like sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like many saints? unfortunately not no 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 what, what did you think about it i um, liked it because i went into it with an extremely low i bro Sop- sopranos to me is done like the question's over like if someone tells me favorite show i'm not even gonna bring up sopranos because it's not fair like that's over here it's don't even talk like don't even touch it so i didn't have any expectations of this being like soprano quality i just went in i was like did i like the film i liked it didn't it didn't blow me away it didn't change my life but i didn't hate it i did like i like that that end like however that shit happened who set it up i like that i thought that was cool but some people went into it i think expecting sopranos i'm like i can't no it's not gonna happen you know the first five minutes of the film i was extremely impressed hearing uh christopher narrating that was sick that was beautiful on the grave and after that it kind of went downhill for me you know you know the actors were amazing everyone did like an incredible job um job like um john bernthal yeah he's sick super super awesome um of course um Michael uh, Gandolfini, yeah, incredible. He's uh, he's really really good. I really liked him in um, The Deuce. Remember yeah, that yeah, one? that HBO. was the Franco one. That's yeah, what I was James thinking Franco. of. Yeah, very underrated show, controversial, must watch. Seventies prostitution, mm-hmm. porn, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, episode it was like a for show. exactly. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Just gotta watch it. Yeah, there's some dark scenes in that one too, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. 
very explicit, dark scenes. And and you know what? They I find that they managed to end it really, really well for what it was. It was I believe it was only three seasons. Yeah, it wasn't on long. Yeah, they did a phenomenal job. And um, James Franco playing twins, very impressive. Very good. He killed it. Two different characters, and he uh, he did an amazing job. Yeah. Man, Franco, what an interesting guy. He's controversial. Seems like a not the best guy at all in real life. Unreal actor, excellent actor, man. Everything. I think he's another guy. Everything he's ever been in, I thought he, this guy's the best actor in the whole fucking film. Very good, very good. And uh, the Disaster Artist. Jesus. Oh yeah. <laughs> what an incredible piece of work. I mean. I know, like, there's, there's, you know, the whole Me Too thing with James Franco that kind of destroyed his career. Um, but The Disaster Artist, extremely, un, extremely well done. You know, for what, it, for, for what it was, kind of like making a film about the worst film mm-hmm. possibly ever made. A watchable film, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was, yeah, and then kind of not long after that, I think he's been gone from the public really pretty much i think that was like his his last big hit if i'm yeah definitely man he was on a great run too definitely spring breakers again spring breakers (laughs) um let me ask you a uh, obscure film two obscure films just to see if you've seen them and what you think one buffalo 66 classic holy now that is art Uh, vincent gallo you know like that that's you know like incredible incredible Incredible. Really like it. Um, also, like, love uh, pretty much, like, the cinematography. It's very natural, very real. Beautiful. Unbelievable, bro. I've never seen anything like that no, before. No, The storytelling, the way he shot it. Unbelievable. Once again, two characters, you know. Christina Ritchie. Yes. Chris, yeah, Christina. Christina Ritchie and, yeah, Vincent Gallo. Yeah, Sick. man. And he's Sick. such an interesting guy, super polarizing figure. But I love, I think he's a, I think he's brilliant, bro. <laughs> Real shit. Uh, Buffalo 66, crazy, Insane. man. Insane. And I loved that, like, Mickey Rourke had a scene in it and he killed that. <laughs> the ending without giving that away, I loved it. Could you not expect that. Absolutely. You didn't expect Mickey Rourke in there, but he killed it killed it man <laughs> he killed it i love that film the other one i wanted to ask you about if you've ever seen river's edge with keanu reeves he's very young you know what i've heard of it i think i missed it somehow it's very obscure yeah, sure. and it's a young keanu reeves so good man. and dennis hopper oh legend. man legend <laughs> right, thoughts on dennis hopper he's a legend um, legend wow wow was it Nicolas Cage, Dennis Hopper, Forty Rock? Forty. Yeah. That's like that's a, that's another classic film. Like no one, not too many people are talking about it. Insane. Insane. Man, Dennis Hopper, his whole discography or filmography is crazy. This guy made so many films, and he stole the show every time. He uh, actually, do you ever go to the review? Classic yeah, plate, or legendary sure. place. They showed a really obscure Dennis Hopper film, Out of the Blue. <laughs> you seen it? No, heard of it. Heard of it. Fucking nuts. <laughs> nuts, man. Neil Young let him use the, the song for it. Like That type of actor to me I don't think is around anymore. Mm. Like Hopper is a fucking machine. Mm. Like Crazy guy, too. Did you see his, uh, do you remember his cameo in Entourage? Oh, my God, <laughs> man. That was so good. 
the betting on the soccer. <laughs> Absolutely. Good times. Hell yeah, a, man. That was an interesting episode. Um, it, it's interesting that if we're talking about like controversial films, uh, recently I've had the chance to, um, to see um, uh, David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Toronto, uh, Toronto director, like legendary director. Uh, wow. What an interesting film. <laughs> I gotta see that one. It's not for everyone, but uh, check it out. Let it's, me know what you think. Is it set in Toronto too? Or set in like New York? You know what? Um, it's kind of like a dystopian future. Mm. So there's probably like a lot of set design involved. It's very hard to tell where it was filmed. Um, but we can definitely uh, check it out on IMDb, I guess, to, to see. But he, he films like mo- most of his projects in Toronto, so. I won't be surprised. Have you uh, have you ever shot like a uh, or been a part of a bigger budget f- type film, like a like a Hollywood film? Not yet, but maybe in the future. I, I see wish. that for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, huge Yo, thank you. you got such a good like. I'm having so much fun just talking about fucking movies, oh, of course, of course, yeah. films because there's so many good ones, and I Definitely. think you have. Like, when you have that film knowledge, you can make an unreal one, man. Oh, wow. I see it. I definitely see it, <laughs> thank man. You, thank you. If you fuck with Buffalo 66, I trust your vision. That's wow. a, that's a Classic. end of story. Classic. A lot of folks, like, probably didn't get a chance to see it. Highly recommend it. Um, especially, like, if, if you're a filmmaker. I think it would just change, like, the way you frame, the way you tell the story. Sometimes it's sometimes it's it's back to the basics that kind of like makes things interesting. Yes, epic. That is a that's an in, independent, absolute classic. And you know what I really loved about it? So to me, a pure like love story in a very weird way. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually at one of I was telling my buddy about it. He'd mm-hmm. never seen it. Now I'm like, yeah. So basically, he kidnaps this woman, and the, and he's like, oh, that sounds like that sounds too dark, man. I don't. Want, I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Watch it though. It's not like that. So good, man. Wow. You know what? In today's society, do you think that uh, something like if someone releases something like this today, will they get canceled? Well, <laughs> that's the thing, man. Tarantino said an intro. Did you watch Tarantino on Rogan? Not yet. I have to Very check good. It out. Yeah, for sure. Very good. And sure. he said some interesting stuff kind of about that, where Rogan more or less said that. Mm. I think he brought up, he might have brought up Reservoir Dogs or something, mm. where it's mm. like, yeah, I don't know if you can make that. And Tarantino's like, I had trouble making that in the time. It's never been, like, people, like, uh, studios and shit like that, they never really wanted controversy they want shit that sell you gotta make the the piece so that's kind of where my answer would be because likely they would never the people that would cancel buffalo 66 probably will never watch it because you gotta know about it that's not a film that's gonna be at cineplex you know so i think absolutely you can it's just how how do you get it out there that's a different question absolutely but canceling someone for art bro fuck that man no no (laughs) respect i don't know how you feel about it Nah, can't I'm, do that. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I, I like uh, kind of like I like freedom of creating. You know, the freedom of speech, uh, freedom to express yourself. Even even if it gets dark, it's it's important. It's important, know, man. Sure. It's that's what art is, man. Shakespeare is dark. Always was. Hell Absolutely. yeah. Do you have a like? Do you do you have a genre that you like making more than others, or do you have like? anything like do you like making videos more do you like making your short films like where, where where's your head at right now uh drama narrative drama like film like fi- yeah short films 
uh, hopefully I, I'd love to make a feature. Um, definitely working on writing something. Um, it's still, still a draft, but you know, you never know. Sometimes it takes months, years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to complete it. Do you have stuff soon, in yeah. the stash that's done? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, there's um, there's a short film. It's currently in um, in the editing process. It's called RSVP. Um, very, very dark. We should be releasing it sometimes uh, sometimes next year. Um, it's it's about a father who, um, who kind of like lost lost like kind of like a lost his daughter in um in a kind of like a distant way um he wasn't he wasn't a part of her life and and she and there's like a there's like a, a very interesting twist that i just don't want to reveal too much but hopefully like i'll be dropping a trailer for it uh, very soon nice Actually, that's a, something I want to touch on. You're very sure. good on social media. Like, you're always posting good huh. clips of whatever you're working on. Um, you. you feel like that's just an important thing to do, keep you keep the brand out there? Absolutely. Um, social media is it's a crucial tool. It's like, I, I believe that, like, I guess, like, the more you post, the more you showcase your work, the more there's a chance of someone seeing it, the right person seeing it, and, you know... Hopefully, good things will happen. Um, I think it's important to to kind of like throw your work out there, and that's that's how you kind of like make new connections. I guess. I agree with you, man. Sure. It's it's very networking, important. Yeah. It's a great networking tool. That's how Absolutely. we we connected. It's, I completely Definitely agree. Not. Huge thank you. <laughs> oh man, this is fucking awesome. And I see you work with Shutter quite a yes, bit. Yes. Yes. Explain that relationship a little bit. Uh for sure. So uh, we we technically. Um, we met on um, on a music video set uh, back in Montreal, and we uh, we started collaborating on on like a music video projects on on some short films, and uh, yeah, from there it was uh, it was awesome. Now he's um, he's actually he's doing his own thing. Um, I think he's actually like on tour with like a big band right now. So nice. That's pretty cool, for sure. It's nice to have like a partnership as well, right? Absolutely. Excellent. Do you have criteria of who you would work with at this point? Like you've been in the game for a while. If if someone like hits hits you up, are you down to work with anybody, or what's your kind of filtering process? Good question. Um, are we are we talking about crew or like um, artists or? That's a great great question right there. I was yeah. talking more like filmmaking collaborators, but. Gotcha. Either one, I think crew is an interesting conversation as well. For sure, um, I, I I just love working with like passionate people about film, about music. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Like I, I love to connect with different people. Uh, we can all like learn from each other. Like they have their own techniques. Uh, I have a few tricks of my own here and there, and yeah, it's it's always it's always interesting to to kind of like put two two or three visions together. Or, to see what happens and uh it's always teamwork makes the dream work right so yeah absolutely. Facts. create a monster together too mm-hmm. man you never know three-headed monster three-headed four-headed monster. monster whatever depending on the crew size yeah very sure. true man. so if um like a, a director hit you and said you want to write a script for me but mm-hmm. you can't direct it they're doing director you'd be down for stuff like that oh 
yeah, for sure. Um, I'd uh, I'd love to see like where it takes us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's always interesting to see like 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 let's say if you, if you have uh, if you have a screenplay and and you know like you have a specific vision, but someone someone else was like known to have uh, fascinating work wants to take a shot at it. I, I'd love to see it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Just as a 100%. film film fan. Definitely. Love to see that. It kind of reminds you of True Romance. Yes. Written by Quentin Tarantino, directed by Tony Scott. Beautiful, beautiful project. Beautiful what, project. Yeah. Up there Absolutely. for me as well. 100%. Gary Oldman. What? Yes, yes. What what did you think about Natural Born Killers? Uh, it was it was okay. I I am not it's not on my like upper echelon for me. It was missing something. Yeah. I love True Romance. For sure. I, I like Oliver Stone too and and he did Natural Born Killers, but yes. apparently he kind of like created his own vision has barely any similarities to the Tarantino script, I guess. But it's it's interesting how it came out. Hmm. It it's an interesting film for sure. Even the cast. For sure. Juliette Lewis. Yeah, and uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Who's awesome, too. Yeah, sure. it's, it's definitely an interesting one. It's crazy. Tarantino had two huge films that he wrote that he didn't direct. Like, he could have if he wanted to. He's fucking... What a beast, bro. <laughs> What's your favorite Tarantino? Favorite Tarantino film? Wow. Very tough question. Wow. I love Inglorious Bastards. Great pick. Fuck. I love that Great one. Outlaw. Of course, like Pulp Fiction was a game changer. And Reservoir Dogs is like everything. I'm going to go with Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I think I have to go with Reservoir Dogs as well, man. Reservoir Dogs is one of those. And Taxi Driver, I put in the same category of like 13, 14 years old watching mm-hmm. these and being mm-hmm. like, wow, this is a different level. Always have a soft spot. It's just the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs. About like a virgin. <laughs> so good, bro. I rewatched that scene quite a bit. And and the tipping. That's the wow. best part. The fucking. The, this girl was nice. She was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking believe in tipping. Crazy, wow. bro. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, incredible actor. How awesome was it when he started getting involved in Sopranos too? That was such a good addition. What an epic season! And it was very sad that they had to. You know, right? Kill him off, let's say. Bro, my buddy told me, like, I just never saw it this way. But when he mm. put it this way, it's so true. Like, the way Tony kills uh, Tony B, mm. he fucking shotgun. Mm. My buddy's like, bro, everything Tony did was as big as it possibly could be. Like, did he need to use a shotgun? No. But it's Tony. Does he need to drive the biggest fucking truck you can have, basically? No, but it's Tony. Do you need... You know what I'm saying? Everything that guy did was just to the moon. Fucking love Tony, bro. Every... I see a lot of articles like, oh, he's the worst person ever, this and that. Sure. But he's the fucking man, bro. Tony Soprano, come on, bro. They they made him likable. And he's very likable. And and he's like one one of the worst guys out there. So it's like... It's an interesting balance. Very well written. Character. Very well written. And of course perform performance. Maybe the best acting performance of all time. Hundred percent. It's in that conversation. Mm-hmm. How can anyone Especially especially on uh, you know, T V show. Uh of course there's Breaking Bad as well, Better Call Saul. Amazing show. You like Better Call Saul? Love it. I love Better Call Saul, man. Favorite character. Mike. I don't oh, know. This, or Legend. you know what? No, Gus. Gus. 
Gus Fring is something killer. about Gus Fring. I don't know. Love, 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 love that character. Better Call Saul is so good, man. Especially the last season and two, last two seasons to me are elite. Insane. Perfect ending. I agree. Yeah. One of the best endings of any show. Kim, one of the best female characters ever, man. 100%. I didn't expect that. That was loved her. Great, 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 great. Ray Seahorn. I, 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 I always like always wondered like how would what what would they do with kim how would they end it you know would, would they kill her off or not but i think they, they did an amazing job amazing job i really didn't want that to be the root like the the death root maybe she did though spoiler alert mm. who knows but <laughs> i agree man my favorite though was lalo to me, Lalo. Lalo Salamanca. Yo, remember Crazy. how like Rich? They introduced Richie and Sopranos Ralph. Like every time they'd introduce a character, he's a fucking menace. And Lalo to me was that in Better Call Saul. Like he could have been a Soprano character. Fuck. Come in, in the smartest guy in the room, the craziest guy in the room, the most charming guy in the room. A little bit of everything. Packed. Unreal character, bro. Lalo. Great. Stole the show. Crazy, crazy. Better Call Saul is terrific, bro. Would you say it surpassed Breaking Bad? No, no. I'm still, a, still a Breaking Bad fan. Um, Classic. It's just the the pilot, the first episode, kind of gets gets you. It's like it starts off as a as a downer, just and it just grows on you. It's like it's insane. Very, very well done. Very well done, bro. Conversation I want to ask you about. I'm sorry, this has become just a no. show movie conversation. Go ahead, go ahead. No problem at all. Um, Skyler got a lot of hate as a character from fans, I feel. Like, oh, she's fucking, you know, betrayed her husband, this and that. But to she's like, like they put her like and Carmela kind of together. To me, it's not fair because Carmela signed up for tony bro like tony was already tony his family was a mob family she grew up in that she like had to know what she was getting into skylar got signed up to a science teacher man like she didn't sign up for a meth kingpin you know so i i, I have to give skylar like a, a lot more leeway than carmela what do you think of that I think they're both like extremely well written. They're necessary because because it's it's real life. Um, if 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 you're a you know if you're a chemistry teacher, and tomorrow you're like a big drug lord, right? I mean, your wife is not going to accept that. She's not going to ride with you all the way. Like no matter no no matter what we see out there in the films, you know, ride or die chicken that and that is bullshit. We have to keep it real. You will marry a Skyler. Most likely, yes. You, you know, or a Carmela. Uh, Carmela was actually, like, you know, a little bit more supportive because she knew exactly. She's like, you're 100% wife, right. Bro. There you go. She knew what she was getting herself into. But uh, Skylar, a very, very impressive, like, character. You know? And she she stood up to Walt, man. There we go. She stood up to him. A lot of, there I think, go. a lot of women and a lot of men would have, like, probably folded under that. Like, oh, fuck. But no, she, like, she stood up to him, man. Great character. 100%. Fuck, Carmella. I, I think I'm going to rewatch Breaking Bad again. All the seasons. <laughs> so good, man. It's so good. The only the only thing with Breaking Bad that I have to give it one knock is I feel like it's so much based on suspense. Now that I know what happens, it's not quite as like exhilarating. Whereas Sopranos was, to me, never much suspense. It was more slower burn. You know what? Very, very good point. 
Um, it's almost like every episode is it's, it's a, is a life lesson when it yes. comes to Sopranos. Um, with Breaking Bad, it's a different story, so there has to be a little more suspense. It's also, I guess, it's 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 a little more artsy because it's just, I guess, like the way they they write the character, the way they frame them, and the story and and the arc it has a little more suspense to it like it keeps you guessing of course like when you know you, when you rewatch these shows like you're it kind of like takes away from like mm-hmm. from like the fun but it's still amazing regardless unreal man and similar to i love like vegas as a setting uh new mexico is such a good setting man it wouldn't have been the same if it was in like new york or philly or somewhere like that extremely different That's so like, so different it's completely different vibe, you know. Like New Mexico, it's one of those like kind of like forgotten states. Like how how many how many films are based in like Albuquerque? None that I know of. There we go. Very few. The only the only thing I could think of is like you know like they're close to the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. You know, drug trafficking, sure, you know, moving product from from here to there, or or maybe like uh, criminals trying to escape or so. But Breaking Bad actually made it an excellent like hub for the story they had to tell yes did you hear about how they're like they the state of new mexico was gonna put up uh or the city of albuquerque was gonna put up the statue and the the mayor was like man i love breaking bad but they're (laughs) fucking meth dealers how are we putting up statues of them legendary shit was hilarious they they had to do it it was a it was a big piece of history especially now and and of course, Better Call Saul, still in New Mexico. Yes. Right. So that makes it interesting. Were you watching Breaking Bad as it was on TV, or did you watch it like binge later? You, you know what? Very good question. I missed the first season somehow. I heard heard about it. I just I guess I didn't bother. And then the second season, I was actually watching it on AMC every Sunday. I think it was on Sunday nights. It was. I believe. Yeah. Um, with commercials, yep, which kind of sucked, but uh, still incredible. Man, waiting for those last that remember like Hank on the toilet, and then you wow. had to wait for the that was yeah that was brutal. Holy, that was br- I think we had to wait. What was it like four months, five months? A it, long time. It man. wasn't an entire year because it was a part one and a part two situation. Yes. And yeah, that was I a couldn't deathly wait. wait. Yeah. And then even every episode after that, I'm like, fuck. Every episode so after after the, the Hank um, finding out um, oh my God. about the Walt Whit- Whitman, Walter White yep. sequence. Um, yeah, every episode after that, it was just insanity. Foot on the gas. 10 out of 10, yeah. Gilligan, he's the man. 100%. Fuck, can't, man. can't wait to see what he got next for us. And apparently, he's doing a show with Kim, with uh, the actress that plays Kim. Down. 100%. I'm in. Super down. Sign me up. Sign me what, up. Man. Whatever streaming network it is, I'll pay for it. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm down, man. So, yo, um, touching up on an hour, but you said something earlier I wanted to address real quick. Absolutely. You're a huge music guy, too. Yes, yes. What's your go-to uh, music that you listen to, you love to listen to? Like favorite album of all time? Sure. Ready to Die. Oh, sick. <laughs> I was listening to Suicidal Thoughts recently, man. Classic. Classic. So good. With the Diddy vocals. Yo, big. Yo, big. So good. Crazy. It's That's like, a it, great choice. Ready to Die is like an entire film. You have to, you have to, you have to listen to the entire album. Just like 
don't even skip anything. If if if, if you're if you're going to listen to a to a Biggie record, something about Ready to Die. Unreal, man. Insane. Uh, what's your favorite off of that album? Would you say? Everyday struggle. Love that Excellent track. One. I don't know. I don't want to live no more. There you go. So good. It man. sounds so raw, so real. He, you know. He he went he went through it all. He went through it all. There's no denying it. You know? So good, bro. So good. And it's nuts now looking back. He was only like 23, 24, young. like ridiculously young. He made that. And he was like real. dropping game like like he lived it all. Yeah. He lived was, through it all. Like what a character, yeah. man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Do you like the Biggie movie? Notorious? Uh, mm, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Not so much. Not they. they I, I guess. I guess they did what they could. It, I, I. I. I find the direction and little Kim was a little bit. Was a little bit off. I find biopics so fucking frustrating, yeah. man. I'm yeah. like, oh, like, like for for example, like Straight Outta Compton was incredible, and um, that's F. Gary Gray, I believe. Yeah. He did a yeah, phenomenal yeah. job, but. You know, the Tupac biopic, mm-hmm. Victoria's B.I.G. biopic. Eh. Leaves room. I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's uh, something missing. Something missing. Wasn't something missing. I think it wasn't sure. grimy enough. Yeah, and it's just, uh, it was a little bit too commercial for my taste. Yes. You did, know, you, like, did you, like, walk the line? Like, yes, on. yes. Love that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Johnny, Johnny Cash. Yeah, that one to 100%. me was a great, uh, where it's a Hollywood film, big budget, big stars, but like there was some some soul in there. And you know what? Recently, Elvis. I haven't seen it. Baz Luhrmann's best film to date. Incredible. I've heard great uh, things. Very very good. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, was a little bit questionable there, but uh, everything else is like he plays crazy. the Colonel, right? The Colonel, <laughs> you got it. Uh, his accent was a little too much for me, but. Mm. Um, it was incredible, nonetheless. Great film. Highly I've recommend. heard great things, yeah. man. The guy has an interesting look, too, where he kind of looks like Elvis, but also mm. doesn't. Amazing. He, very, very good. Very good observation. Amazing. Interesting he, looking uh, He's acting skills, like, took him all the way. Nice. He performed really well. I'm going to check sure. that, man. There, there's a couple biopic, even from back in the day. Gary Busey played uh, Buddy Holly. You Shit. ever see that one? You know what? I don't fucking think, good, I, man. I think I missed that one. I'll check it out. I think it was sure. like 70s still, honestly. Gary Busey, maniac. Gary Busey's a legend. Huge <laughs> legend. Bro, actually, at the review recently, they showed uh, old Busey and Dustin Hoffman film. Wow. Um, straight time. Dustin wow. Hoffman comes out of jail, and he's basically dealing with his parole officer. And the whole thing is about, like, just balancing, like, not going back to jail. So good, bro. Se- like, that 70s, mid-70s got lost in the shuffle. I have to check so that one. So good. Yeah. You'll love that one. For sure. Super good. And Gary Busey's his, like, best buddy and shit. <laughs> Fucking nuts. So good, bro. Wow. Yo, believe it or not, man, we're about an hour. Just shooting the shit about films. I want to give you a chance uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Anything you wanted to come in and discuss? Anything. Basically, the floor is yours. Oh, huge. Thank you. Um, it's um, pretty much um, I'm, I'm actually uh, super eager to, like, release um, two short films that we're working on. Like, one was RSVP. I've mentioned yep. it earlier. Uh, very dark. Incredible. And um, there's another one that we shot recently. It's called Sins of the Sun. 
it's about domestic uh, domestic abuse, domestic violence. Um, I don't want to reveal too much. Incredible cast, um, definitely beautifully um, put together. Also, still we're still we're still in the editing um, room, but uh, look out for that. And uh, we'll be doing like a film festival run early next year. So, 2023. Excellent. For sure. Keep me posted on that, bro. Oh, absolutely. Definitely absolutely. coming through to that. Thank I you, love that you. that type of stuff, too. Amazing. And if anyone wants to check your work, Fatty Soprano, on Instagram is the best way? Instagram or uh, fattysoprano.com, YouTube, Vimeo, whatever you're good with. And Fire. Absolutely. Instagram, Twitter, Twitter at Fatty Soprano. Excellent, bro. Okay, for last sure. question. Sure. We've listed Taxi Driver and uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Anything to round out your top five? Wow. Hard-ass um, Okay, let's go. Number three, um, Lost in Translation. Oh, man, your fucking <laughs> taste is impeccable, bro. Oh, thank Tokyo you. Tokyo as a setting, amazing. Tokyo. Tokyo, one of those, like, unique and lonely cities. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. That's Sophia an Sophia Coppola, brilliant. Scarlett wow. Joe. Scarlett Joe, Bill Murray. Wow. Huge film, bro. I love that one. Yeah, it's... 2003? Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's been... Great time. It's been a while. It's uh, one, one that I always, like, rewatch, too. I go back to for inspiration. I got to watch that route soon, too. Fuck, so such a good one. Incredible. For sure. Lost in Translation. Bro, so far your top three is very similar <laughs> to mine, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. Um, we're going with four and five? Sure. Number four, um, we will have to go with, well, that's a tough one. All right. Uh, we will have to go with Pusher. Pusher? I haven't seen Pusher. We'll, we'll have to put the entire trilogy in there. Okay. So, yeah, Nicholas Winding Refn, Pusher Trilogy, number four. Uh, incredible. Incredible. Pusher, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, sick. I got some homework. Perfect. And uh, number five. This Russian film called Brother. Brother. Have to watch that. It's in Russian? It's in Russian. It's, it's on YouTube. You can get the subtitles and everything. Incredible. Um, it's about the 90s. Uh, pretty much everything after the fall of the Soviet Union. Very, very interesting. That's a great top five, bro. Well, thank you. I got to check out I gotta check out some films. Definitely, definitely. Love that, man. Appreciate you, bro. This is a wow. fucking awesome conversation. <laughs> I love the chance to get to talk films anytime Thank I can. Thank you for having man. me. Pleasure's on. This is an awesome time. Sure. Fatty Soprano, always posting some fire. Keep your eyes open. Versatile Vigilante, you are out here. Like, subscribe, all of that. Go watch Buffalo 66. That's your homework for the day. Yes. And don't, Leaving Las Vegas. Don't miss out on that. <laughs> Do not miss out on that, man. Shout out to you, bro. I appreciate Fatty Thank Soprano. Thank you for having me. Let's get it.